Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecamerraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dice Camera Action, a D&D game of super action and adventure featuring an all-star cast, uh, which this week includes Brooks Donahue. Thank you for joining us Yay. again. Hi, guys. Hashtag, hashtag, who is Brooks Donahue? Who is Brooks Donahue? You actually will be able to find out later today if you are on the, or the uh, DCA subreddit. There will be a, I'm doing an AMA later today. Yay. Awesome. So. But, All right. like, has anyone asked... How is? <laughs> or who isn't? Brooks Donahue. Yeah, actually, that's the real question. Who am I? Who beats? Who beats? Yes. Brooks and. We're devolving. Every, every, Stop the stream. Everyone but one person in this stream is Brooks and. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. All right. Oh, uh, so, previously in Dice Camera Action, a Zentarum operative named Sister Narai uh, came upon the Waffle House uh, after DF received a sending, a warning from a Zentarum member named Istrid Horn saying that a, Zanth- a Xanathar attack was imminent. Uh, Sister Narai was able to charm a tiefling urchin named Tulip. Uh, who was involved in this attack and then took her inside the Waffle House shortly thereafter, um, after, after locking the kids down in the basement where they would be safe, it was, uh, soon became apparent that that was not, not the way to go because the threat actually came up from below, disintegrating their way into the cellar, uh, several or two undead beholders uh, that proceeded to... Uh, disintegrate their way further into the tap room of the Waffle House. And there a, a melee ensued and uh, rays were fired and uh, behold, undead beholders were killed. Um, D.F. actually got the kids upstairs. I believe they're in, hiding in Strix's bedroom now. Evelyn's. Evelyn's bedroom now. Yes. On the third floor. And uh, where canonically, yeah. someone on Twitter mentioned that Evelyn probably has one of those really obnoxious wall hangings with cursive that says, Live, <laughs> live laugh, love, Lathander. <laughs> probably checking that out. Oh no, when it's like a really generic font, yeah. 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 And, and she got it at like you know, one of those home decor, like, she got it at, she would have gotten it no, at, like Aurora, at Ross. Aurora's Whole Realms catalog, Marshall. actually. <laughs> Catalog. Yeah. Yes, Straight, that's a real thing. That is a real thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot it. You ordered it out of the catalog. 
Okay. And, and so, yeah, yes, they're upstairs. Diath was able to get Evelyn's flaming sword and throw it to her during the battle um, so that she could be armed with something other than a broken bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was going to shiver Beholder, okay? Yes. So, um, there is a brief moment of reprieve after the second Beholder is killed. There is smoke coming up off of the floor because a fireball was detonated in the cellar underneath and there are the cracks in the floorboards is just billowing out toxic smoke right now. I would like to say sorry. <laughs> uh, and you smell burnt hair of uh, what were, at one point, several bugbears uh, down there uh, that got incinerated by the fireball. What do you do uh, after Tulip says, so you don't want me to call them off then? Um, is, that, that's, is that me? It could sure, be anybody. Okay. I mean, I'm just looking shock. Because that this just happens so many times. We're just so bad at communicating. Death just had that, that has that look of just <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Trix just looks guiltily like at the rest of the party. Like <laughs> uh, Death will ask uh, if she knew about it, how many were down there? Who's left? I already asked you how many? She says uh, 24 bugbears, some goblins, and, and, uh, the beholders. Uh, I'll but go I'm to the hatch. in charge of the first wave. Oh, if you... The what? What? If I... Panic! <laughs> hey, I mean, it's no big deal, but yeah, if you could, like, call them off now, that'd be great. Thanks for offering. Please do call them off if you have the ability. All right, uh... She will uh, look down in through the smoke uh, and, and the disintegrated hatch down the uh, rock, the rock and earth stairs that lead down into the cellar, and uh, through the smoke. And I can't remember if the darkness is still up, Narai. Um, I don't. I don't think I've taken damage yet, okay. so I don't know why I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still up. So she just uh, calls down to the darkness and says. If any of you are still alive down there, don't come up. It's all fine here now. And then you all hear what sounds like pipe music, like flute music from somewhere deep down below. Right, row. And then she Is turns to you and she music? says, uh, no, it sounds kind of uh, haunting and sinister. And then she turns to you and says, oh, that's Scarith with the pipes. Oh, yeah, she's going to come up with a, a bunch of rats and other stuff now. Good luck with that. I'm going to be over here, under the stairs. She hides underneath the spiral staircase. Thanks for the luck. That's nice. And then you smell this terrible odor like burnt garbage. And uh, coming up the stairs into the room is a smoking, half-flaming garbage monster. Which some of you have seen before. It's just this shambling mass of refuse. There's uh, a trash elemental? Yeah, so I, I, I thought we, we killed that. We didn't solve that problem. I was working on it. <laughs> uh, Paulton, when you see the garbage monster lumber up into the tap room, what do you do? It's your turn. Oh, good. Okay, well, um, so is this thing like right up in my, right up in my grill now? Uh, it's, yeah. And boy, cool. does it smell. Okay. <laughs> it's like the sewer coming to visit you. 
Neat. I'm gonna go ahead. Um, I'm gonna distance myself. Okay. Uh, not the best memories of this thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you di- you disengage. Is that the plan? Yeah. Okay. If I may. Yes. Um, and uh, who's who's nearby me? Who who? Uh, kind of everybody um, is around you at this point. So. I just kind of look around like. Who, who's gonna hit this thing? Anyone? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Then uh, I will. <laughs> I will. Uh, bardic inspiration for Evelyn. Okay. Like you, you do it. So you'll get a D10, Evelyn, as he strums his. Uh... What's the song like? Um, <laughs> it's kind of rushed, so it's just kind of a bunch of notes at once. I only heard you cool. say it's kind of Rush, so I'm imagining I'm <laughs> player. Yeah, I'm playing Rush. <laughs> That's pretty dope. Yeah, just, right. like, just like bagpipe speed metal. <laughs> nice, okay. Great. And while you're doing that, uh, you can hear some thunder outside as the rain continues to pour um, in, in, in the dark night. Uh, but and your it, music- like, amp- it like accompanies it, right? It like yes. fits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like right, right on the drop, there's uh-huh. like a big crash of thunder. Evelyn right. headbangs like, on that moment too, just <laughs> bam! Cool. All right, Narai, what do you do as the uh, uh, as Rush starts playing? Uh, okay, so so if so the the the, the, the trash mound. Yeah, you're thing, looking at a seven foot tall mound of trash. I can see right now. Correct. correct? It just came up out of the darkness. Um, and you don't see it. It doesn't seem to have eyes or any real anatomy, so you're not surprised it was able to make its way up through the dark. Tight. All right. Um, okay. I think I'm. I know what I'm going to do. Uh, if you don't, <coughs> if it's pretty close to me, I'll take mm-hmm. a. I'll take a moment to just uh, look at Deathropolitan or, or Strix or whoever's close and not engaged, and just say. We need to start considering not staying here. Oh. No, that's not happening. Oh, I've this been is cons- where we live. I've been considering. And um, <laughs> and I'll and I'll and I'll I'll yeah. Without without another word of that, I'm going to move to this thing. Okay. Um, and attack it with two unarmed strikes. Okay. Yeah. You start punching away at the garbage pile. There's the crappy rolls. <laughs> hey, however, um, these are both plus eight. So I, I have a 12 okay. and a 14 to hit. Uh, both of those sort of punch into the garbage ineffectually, but you hit nothing of consequence that would consider to be harming it. <clears throat> How do I hurt this thing? <laughs> yeah, so you just sort of pull out your now stinky garbage slime covered fists and hands um as as he's punching him it's just like oh yeah by the way don't get near it <laughs> oh did it chris did it walk through my moonbeam uh it would have gone through the moonbeam so you it can also, deal some damage i would like spectral to. chickens spectral yep chickens. you can also have your spectral chickens attack <laughs> <laughs> i'm here too <laughs> so give me the, give me the damages and it gets a saving throw against the moonbeam, uh, which it actually failed. Did I? Does anyone remember if I cast that at second or? Th- I think I cast it at third level. Third level. Yeah. Okay, so it's two d ten. Yeah. Right. So that's right. So that's twelve spectral chicken damage. Okay. <laughs> and that's going to be seventeen moonbeam damage. Wow. Okay. More burnt garbage. All right. So I, I have a quick question. If I still, if if yep. Narai is still doing sure. things. 
your garbage hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so after hearing Paulton, after I immediately punched it, and Paulton's like, yeah, don't do that. Um, uh, I will use my bonus action to disengage and the remainder Good. of my movement to back off a little bit. Okay. You do. You pull away from this thing. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, before it can take any action, right now it's just baking in the moonbeam and getting pecked to death by a spectral chicken. <laughs> yeah, hot garbage, my favorite. Exactly. Um, the floor under Strix explodes as two green, I didn't need this. as two greenish, warty hands and arms come smashing up through the wood timbers uh-huh. and try to grab her by the ankles. That was load bearing too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. I, I scream. So Strix, I'm afraid. Uh, that's, a, that's a 19 to hit you. Which yes, I, of course. Of course. So you are grabbed by these long, taloned, super strong green claws, and then they pull you <laughs> down through the floor. Uh, so, can I hell it? Can I hell it for Buke? So, yes, you absolutely can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one that's, that's, that is the least of our worries. It's okay. The property's still in a prime spot, so, like, the value's still going to go up. We're okay. You think so? Okay. Cool. We'll, we'll sell Magnus that. Just that's big, a, big, blocky apartments coming up. That's a 16 deck save for whatever this thing is. Okay. Uh, it... It does half damage if it... Okay, <laughs> it's succeeded, so it takes half damage. Right. Someone in the chat, Perkins, stop ruining Troll Tide. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's 17 damage, so half of that is... Okay, and um, describe for me... So 17, half is 8. Uh, describe yeah. for me what the Hellish Rebuke actually looks like normally, like... Does it just? Does the fire kind of just explode out of you? Does it surround oh. the creature in flame? Does it ignite? I, how, hellish. I, how hellish? I would think it's more of just like a fire sneeze. Okay. So kind of just like <laughs> like a panic, like 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 that. Okay, so she sneezes fire onto this creature. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. Okay. Yeah. It's um, not impressive. It's more panicky. Yes. Uh, and because it's in the area of the darkness, and now you are too, you can't see what it is that you just sneezed on. However, I will let you... I have dark bonus darkness. Now. Yeah, it's magical darkness. JK. But um, just make an intelligence check for me. Oh. Uh, 17. You think it's a troll. Right. Based on, troll tied. Based on right. what pieces of it you actually of saw. Um, oh, the rest how did of we you... not see this coming? Oh, I have to make another check for something. Okay. Well, I'm still screaming. Yes, so the rest of you just see these hands come up through the floor, pull Strix through the floor into the darkness below, and then there's this sort of scream and a whoosh and a sneeze and a, all kinds of noise. I also... <clears throat> would that mess up my concentration for my chickens as well? Would oh, that break it? Um, uh, so it didn't do damage to you, but you are getting pulled down through the floor, so I'm going to have you make... Because, yeah, I just... I hate have, to do it yeah. to myself. So I'm gonna have you, have you make a Constitution saving throw. Okay, because I was thinking that. I'm like, oh, that's not bad. That's 17. Okay, yeah, you can maintain concentration if you want. Okay, cool. Yeah, I will. Okay, uh, and now you are sort of grappled by it in the magical darkness, Strix. Help! All right, uh-huh. a second troll <clears throat> smashes its arms through the floor and attempts to grab Evelyn. 
Uh, roll I'm so triggered that, by that. Is a, that is a mistake, troll friend. Rolled a natural 20. So grabs her by her little winged legs and rips her down through yeah. another hole in the floor. Oh, you guys, no. I need you to know how Chris Perkins is a mastermind of like torture because I don't know if you guys know this, but I had a recurring nightmare as a kid about being grabbed by the ankles and dragged in a haunted house. <laughs> Not joking. I'm so triggered right now. So I saw I the, tears in my eyes. On the subreddit, somebody was like, eh, Chris is getting soft. <laughs> like, yeah, no one should ever say that. I want to see this like super villain origin story. This is what you guys get. Yeah, this is what you soft. get. My yeah, tummy yeah. hurts. Wrote that. Are you happy now? Are you happy? <laughs> I don't feel so. Evelyn, you are pulled down into the magical darkness and can't see squat, and you are in the clutches of some big, uh, strong creature uh, in this darkness. And okay. uh, then you hear. Nasca's voice in the darkness say, can somebody just spell this darkness? Nasca. Oh, I am. <laughs> I knew he was somewhere. And, Nasca, help! And you hear the pipe, you hear, the, you hear pipe music coming from somewhere uh, nearby oh, as well. Man. Let go of my leg! Okay, uh, Evelyn, it's your turn. You still got your flaming sword. You can't see the fire or the sword in the darkness. Can I s- try to slice at whatever has me by the leg? Yes, it's be- uh, while it's grappling you, you can still attack. So, I want to I want to do like a cool like a crunch and just like that. Okay. Make your attack roll, please. I'm really Thank glad that. I gave you your fire sword. Thank you. Oh man. And not a bottle. I rolled a two. Okay. But I have oh. a second attack. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay, okay, this time, that's going to be a 19. You also have your inspiration. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, actually, I'll use my inspiration on that first hit. Can I wreck on that? Absolutely. So, 2 plus a d10. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I rolled a 10, so 12 plus my modifier is 20. The music does the thing, <laughs> and you hit. I'm like still moshing and I just. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, so this is the first hit and that's going to be. A great sword is. Swinging a flaming great sword around in magical darkness is always, you know. Yeah, that looks pretty metal, I think. Catch the spirit, catch the spit. Yeah. (laughs) Strix is like, I'm here somewhere. Please don't hit me. So 19 on the first one. Okay. And then uh, is the nineteen the nineteen to hit also hit? Uh, yes, absolutely. Okay. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh man, man, those are horrible rolls. Uh, Eleven for the second hit. Okay. All right, um, so you whack this thing and you whack it in the darkness, and uh, you did the fire damage as well, right, for the sword? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Does it let go of me? No. Uh, and you feel like you're not only hitting it, but it's got, it must be like carrying something else because you hit something hard. Um, oh, no. And you're not sure what it is. Oh, no. As you're swinging it around. Um, but it looks really freaking cool. Well, nobody in can the see dark. It. <laughs> no, I mean my flaming sword. You, you can't see the flame either. Why? Because it's magical darkness. It blots uh, out everything. Cool. Um, so nobody sees nobody sees your your badass moves. 
but all of you can hear Strix and Evelyn down in the black dungeon. Strix, what do you do on your turn? Oh, you are, I am going to... You are grappled to... by this thing. Misty step the heck out of there. <laughs> okay. And where are you attempting to Misty step to? Uh, up. Back onto the, the floor of the taproom? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that you can do. Uh, no, yeah. it has to be a space that you can see. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> the way you said sorry was so smog. I was just like... <laughs> Ugh. So. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to polymorph the troll, then. Polymorphing the troll. That's a wisdom 16 save. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Uh, Transforms a creature you can see. You can't see it. Working on it. Working on it. (laughs) (laughs) Working on it. Oh, wait. Oh, no. I have have counterspell. That can't. Okay. But the the chickens are still there. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, chickens are okay. Ah, I can polymorph myself. You can't see yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see it. I can't see anything. That's great. That's just great. Dark darkness is killer on on spellcasters. I gotta say. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so well, pouty. here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> it's not I'm even gonna, my spell. It's the I'm rise. Finally, you know what I'm finally going to do is something I've been wanting to do and no one's going to see it, is I'm going to polymorph my staff into a pie pan. Okay. And then I'm going to cast <laughs> green flame blade on it. <laughs> and right. I'm going to whack the troll with a pie pan. Okay. Yeah. Yes! So the, no one can see it, but that's what's right. happening. Go ahead and make an attack roll with your pie pan. Okay. With your flaming pie pan. No, that's not bad. Twitch must be blowing up right now. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay, that hits. <laughs> okay, so it's two d eight damage, and then the flame actually moves to another target and does two d eight plus four damage. Jeez, Dang, girl. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, for the first troll. It's ten, and then the second troll. It's eleven. Okay. So it jumps a target. Yeah, so there's a whooshing noise down below. Okay, now, what nobody realizes is um, these (laughs) these trolls are carrying uh, big barrels of smoke powder on their backs. Oh, Christ. Uh, So. Of course they are. I would like everybody to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. Everyone? Everybody. Everyone. I just set them on fire. Fifteen for oh. Evelyn. Okay. Fifteen for Evelyn. Oh, I'm gonna be fine. Twenty-three. I am not 23. gonna be fine. Am I in your aura, oh, okay. Evelyn? Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Sick. So then that's sixteen for me. Okay. Yeah, and actually, Dia? I think that includes me too. So actually, I get another. I get on top of that. I get like a. 20, actually. Um, I rolled 15. Okay. So, uh, sorry, I'm drawing on the map here. Um, <clears throat> there <laughs> is... Just, just scratch off that part of the house. <laughs> <laughs> there is a monumental explosion in the basement. Uh, the whole place fills uh, with flame. The entire building shudders. A 
roughly 25 foot square section of the floor is completely blown away into flinders underneath you. And everybody in the tap room is caught in the blast. Um, this is the second time our uh, tap room's exploded. This, not like this. Literally, your enti- the entire bar is just disintegrated. No! And uh, all the furnishings. Uh, you see case get completely oh. ripped away no! and this blown some, to smithereens. This is I just built that! Shit right here. Yeah. Okay, and... Got a demo to rent. Is the house still standing? Someone called yeah. the property brothers. This is so it's a big sad. house. Can we get a return on our investment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you guys get close to paying off the mortgage on this thing, or what? Okay. It's technically not we're ours. Renting. We were renting. Oh, yeah. no. All right. The HOA is going to have a field day, I swear. We're not getting our deposit back. <laughs> uh, everybody... Back, it's fine. <laughs> everybody except... Okay, uh... So, Evelyn, Talton, Diath, you each take 17 points of fire damage. Is that a failed save? That's a, that's a successful save. Then I take no damage thanks to my supreme evasion. All right. Um, uh, Holly, Strix has fire resistance because she's a uh-huh. tiefling. So, you take eight points of fire damage. Uh, Narai, you take 34 points of fire damage. Uh, and you are blown out through one of the front windows, which actually doesn't have any glass in it at the moment. Um, yeah, we've been meaning to replace that, too. And you're just sort of propelled out onto the front porch uh, right at the foot of Lance the donkey, who just, or Lance the mule, who just kind of licks you um, as you're lying there crooked on the ground. Okay. Uh, and when you look back through the open window that you just got shot out of, uh, you can see there is just smoke and a roughly 20-foot square hole in the middle of the tap room with an open basement in which you can see your domed... Um, well, actually, your darkness is probably gone at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to just kind of take the L on that one and say I lost my <laughs> So the, the darkness sort of disappears, and now they've just got this kind of open basement <clears throat> in the middle of their tap room. Cats. Hey, Brooks, what level monk are you? Uh, I am. Don't tell him that. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, I'm just wondering because if he happens to be seventh level or higher, he would have evasion, so you would have taken half fire damage. I oh well, wait. That's that's the thing. So I I might not be up to my rule stuff on this. I do have evasion. Okay. I wanted to ask if that's something that would mitigate the damage on a failed save or or just on. It works on both. So instead, you end up taking 17 points of damage because of your evasion. Yeah. Okay. So failed is no damage, or fa- success is no damage. Failed is half damage. Okay. Right. So you took half damage. So I'm just trying to keep our guest player alive okay. for once. There we Yay. go. <laughs> Don't tell. Him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's going to be some complexity. See, Nate, Nate can ask those questions because oh, he can right. break the fourth wall. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's yeah. Sure. Sorry. That that was Jared. Rules lawyering because no, 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 I'm no, trying to get an, anything, anything. Well, I, I misunderstood how evasion works, so I appreciate it. Yeah. No problem. The garbage monster uh, is still alive in the room, but also um, took significant amounts of damage from well, the blast. Believe it or not, it has evasion as well, having 16 <laughs> levels of monk. <laughs> no, alas, it does not. Um, and you can see um, 
over in a corner the sort of smoking unconscious body of the tiefling urchin um, just sort of lying there splayed out on the floor. Okay. <laughs> I heard unconscious and body, and that says two different things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the next round, that was all Strix. <laughs> <laughs> that sure was, wasn't it? That was all strings. You come, Diath, you come, Diath, you come crawling out of the fireplace, <laughs> blackened with soot. There's a there's a big gaping hole right in front of you where you can see down into the smoldering pit of the basement. It is full of bodies, uh, namely uh, troll blown apart troll parts. And all kinds of dead, blackened, smoking bugbear corpses. You can also see Evelyn kind of lying in, like, on, on top of the torso of a, of a troll uh, that is uh, sort of twitching. And you can see these troll arms crawling their way back towards it. From explosion? <laughs> uh. All right, so I'm just kind of like, I'm like, kind of like crawled out. I'm like covered in just, yeah. just shit and explosion. I'm just like, ah. all right, so for Mariah, can I can see, can I see Evelyn and Strix? Or? Uh, yes. All right, and do those two seem okay Strix, to me? Strix is holding on to a flaming frying pan uh, that's wreathed in green flames. And she looks really mad. She yes. Looks <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't look, she only looks like slightly singed. All right. Um, how much fire is still like just kind of about? Oh, all kinds. Um, there, like part, there are walls and floorboards on fire. There's a chair that's on fire. Um, it looks like uh, the straw chair avoided the blast. I was gonna say which chair. I was <laughs> <laughs> also gonna note the irony of the fact of you finding yourself in the fireplace and it being one of the only places that is not actually <laughs> on fire. Right. And technically, Dieth has been in fireplaces many times. Yes. The rafters are on fire. Um, so do I see any immediate threats? You said the shambling mound. You can hear... The garbage monster. Um, so from your point of view, actually, you can see the hole in the basement that was basically disintegrated out to allow the forces to infiltrate your house. And coming from that tunnel is the sound of pipe music, flute music, still playing. Cool. It's about 30 feet away from you. All right. This was that that hole was never there before, right? But we didn't just complete. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The beholder, uh, the beholders made it with their disintegration eye rays. Oh, son of bitches! All right. Uh, but the the troll hands are crawling towards Evelyn right now. Very very slowly. That troll is not going to be able to knit itself back together anytime soon. Okay. Uh, Still a concern and something I can quickly take care of, at least. The other troll, uh, by the way, doesn't look like it's so badly burnt, you don't even think it's... Yeah, the other one is so burnt, like, yeah. he's not... Okay. <clears throat> but one is, is trying to. Okay, yeah. so uh, Diaz will kind of slowly get to his feet, uh, go to one of his belt pouches, take out one of his flasks of oil, mm-hmm. will light it on one of the nearby flames, and just throw it at the troll arms. Okay. Just to, like, okay. ignite those and, like, finish them off with some you fire. You do. They're dead. Great. They burn up and they twitch their little fingers and are no longer moving. Um, and then it's uh, looking around to make sure the house's structural integrity is uh, still holding up. 
and maybe like looking toward the stairs or upstairs and listening for the kids or Waffles or Simon. Yeah, you can see there's a hole where the, the spiral staircase normally sits. Um, and you don't hear anything coming from it. Okay. There is another way upstairs, but it's an outside route. Outside okay. stairs. It, it sounds like they're behaving up there. Good on them. Cut to uh, <laughs> the kids upstairs in Evelyn's bedroom. Uh, Nat, Jenks, and Squidly, the three of you feel the blast. Uh, shake the entire house. All of the furniture in Evelyn, Evelyn's room shakes. That um, thing hanging up on the wall, uh, the Love Lathander sign, uh, shakes and rattles. Her mirror shakes and rattles. Uh, you see Simon um, has just returned to the room, and he's got what looks like a little tray on wheels, and he sort of parks it in a corner facing the door, and he screws on this armature and then pulls it back with rope and affixes a hand axe to it. And then, and then just sort of un- starts unspooling wire and stretching it from that little makeshift axe-throwing device to the door. Is setting a trap? <laughs> the Home Alone situation? <laughs> it looks very much like but, it. But with Simon... Yeah. Oh, my God. And it looks like he had all this stuff kind of hidden away in various corners of the house. Now ask him, what are you doing? Um, he, he tries to sign using the limited language you've got, uh, suggesting that uh, if... Um, just make an intelligence check to see if you can interpret his gestures. Uh, I rolled 17. Okay. Um, you get the impression that he says it's uh, um, homemade defenses. Don't we need in to In case help? the monsters come. Go down and help? And then he gives you a gesture which you interpret to, to mean that he is protecting you. Oh, I don't need protection. And that we should stay here. And then when you say that, he's just like, eye roll, goes back to <laughs> stringing the wire across the door. <laughs> Jenks is just jumping on Evelyn's bed. Okay. Dirty food. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's gonna be so bad. There's, actu- there's like, actually a lot of spring in the bed, so at one point yeah. he just sort of bounces himself right off. Yeah, he's like, oh, but my mom never let me do this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so Simon's, Simon's busy rigging what appears to be some sort of uh, axe hucker. <laughs> Is that the technical term? We're going right. to huck you up. Right. Uh, do, do the kids want to do anything else? Uh, Nat will ask uh, Squidly if Squidly thinks we should go help or if we should stay. Yeah. Squidly's like, oh, you think, all right, we probably should go. That's what she said, right? All right, let's go. And Squidly just okay. like goes for the door. Okay, and you know there are two doors into Evelyn's bedroom. There's the door that Simon is currently stringing the wire across, and mm-hmm. then there is the door to the private bath that Evelyn has, which also has a door out off of it leading into the hall. So you don't have to go through that door, Squidly, but I know okay. you're going to go through that door, Squidly. Which door is closer? Is the, the one that question. Simon is uh, rigging with the wire. Squidly was not listening okay. and goes for that door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, when you do, Simon just sort of goes, hand up on the door. Yeah. Squidly looks at it and, like, high-fives his hand. <laughs> like, yeah! Now I gotta go. 
<laughs> so you, Ken. Okay. Just make a d20 roll to open the door, um, resisting the puppet as it's trying to keep the door closed. Uh, that's a nine. Okay, you're not able to get the door open. I go, I go hi, hi, Squidly, huh? over there. What? I point to the other door. No, I peed earlier. Thanks. <laughs> 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 it's just like, let's just stay here, or it's fine. Is, where's Waffles, by the way? Is Waffles with us? Uh, probably in her den. Okay, I just, she's imagine she's just like there, like a cat, just like licking her bits, like waiting for this to yeah. be over. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll just be like, I'm always stay here. I, the explosion sounds bad. But we're adventurers. We can be adventurers after this place isn't exploded anymore. Is there like a window? There are there oh are God. two windows, one facing the front, one facing the side alley, and there is a fireplace. Okay, cool. I, I, Squidly would still not think to use the other door, so he's going to try and like climb out the nearest window. Okay. Yeah, so he uh, opens up a window. It's a little stuck because it hasn't been opened in probably years, but um, does he want to drop down the front of the house or the side of the house? If he, goes out, if he goes out the side window, he'll land on the roof of the kitchen, which is actually a one-story adjoining building. Can, can Nat just grab him by the shirt and just drag him over to the other door? <laughs> just like... <laughs> I was on it! Come on! Yeah, yeah, you can grab him by the, you know... His. She just grabs him by the back of the tunic and is just, like, long-suffering and just pulling him yeah. along. Uh, and, then I, and then she uh, looks at Jenks and, and she's like, Are you scared? Or are you an adventurer? Oh, I, I'm an adventurer. That that dirty lady keeps telling me that I know magic, so let's go! <laughs> All right, so you head out through the private bath, cross the room. Um, Simon doesn't even try to, like, sign anything <laughs> to us or anything. He just, like, rolls his eyes. <laughs> yeah, kind I've of. I've never related to Simon harder. <laughs> <laughs> Squilly just... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Squidly discovers the back way. Guys, did you know? Okay. Um, and wow. once, you get, once you get out in the hall, the three of you can see that there are stairs going up and down in the hall. Uh, the downstairs ones will head down to the second floor, which is closer to the danger. Um, meanwhile, uh, let's see, what's next? Oh, good. No oh, bad. Great. Uh, <laughs> so, uh. Diaz, uh. Noska... Mm. Uh, comes out into the basement through Mm. that tunnel, stepping over the body parts of the trolls and the dead bugbears. And uh, he sees Evelyn and Strix in the pit. Uh, And uh, then behind him, you see a ogre come lumbering out this uh, ogre is all sort of undead, patchy flesh falling off. You can see bones in various parts of its skull exposed. Uh, but it's holding what appears to be a large fishing pole. And hanging on the end of the pole, you, Strix, Evelyn, all see that there is what looks like to be a paper mache, maybe made out of garbage and other things, Beholder, about five feet in diameter, with eye stalks. And it's just holding onto this thing and wading out into the basement and kind of swinging it around. This beholder um, has a big central eye, 
and no mouth that you can see, and eye stalks sort of glued to the top of it, and what looked like magical lights cast on its eye stalks, sort of blinking and just sort of shooting lights in all directions. Happy Troll Tide. What? Is that like a, a Troll Tide decoration? Do we recognize that as something? It looks like a, it looks like a beholder um, pinata on the end of a big giant fishing pole. Maybe there's candy in it. Yeah. Do I think that maybe that could be something that like Xanathar is seeing through? Yeah, I feel uh, like make it's going to be a Make an arcana check if you want. I feel like it's a Xanathar effigy or some shit. Uh, only a 12. Okay, well, you can ascertain that the, the glowing eyes is a very minor magical effect. That's right. easily produced by thaumaturgy and other minor cantrip spells and things like that. Uh, it's pure razzle-dazzle. Uh, this is clearly, however, an inanimate thing. Okay. Uh, but at that point... Uh, This creature just sort of stops and holds this thing in the middle of the room, and it sort of looks, or, uh, just sort of swings it around so it can see everything. Oh, so yes. Oh no. And yes. then uh, the 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 paper mache yes. garbage beholder kind of looks at you, Paulton. Come on. <laughs> And uh, that's all that, that that's all that happens at that point. Good. Uh, and then uh, Noska says, "Where are the rats? Send in the rats." And it is Paulton's Wait, turn. Wait, send them in, Noska. Uh, says, he says to you, Evelyn, "We've never met before. I don't know you." <sighs> Paulton? Can I roll an insight check on that? No, I have to wait you, Paulton, you sort of pull yourself up amid some gar- knock some garbage that you or some, a shattered table that fell on top of you after you were thrown across the room. Um, you can see that this fake beholder is bobbing around, looking at you weirdly. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let me see here. Can I? Oops. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm like I am like four thousand percent over anything remotely beholder. Mm-hmm. So um, what what's so what's this? So it's like pretty messed up in here. Oh yes, cool. Yeah. Um, there's not much. Chris floor sounds so left. broken up about it too. There's not much floor left. There's jagged edges of floor around uh, basically the perimeter of the tap room. There's like a four to five foot jagged edge. To shreds, you say? Yes. Is there like a safe? Do I see somewhere that seems like it'd be a safe distance that's like kind of hidden away from this beholder? Yeah, you could hide of... behind the the stone bulk of the fireplace. You can actually go all the way. I was going to say you could take my fireplace spot. <laughs> how how far is that? That that doesn't oh, seem your, far enough. From your point of view, it's probably about like 15 feet away. Okay, is there anything farther? <laughs> uh, uh, other than finding a way upstairs? No. Or or going outside? There's that can possibility. I s- 
Can I see outside? Yeah, through broken windows, you can see out into the rainy night. All right, this beholder, like, like pinata thing comes yeah. out, and I get up, I see it, I'm just like, <laughs> nope. And I just open a dimension door and disappear outside. <laughs> All right, af- after you nope. leave, uh, the rest of you see what it looks like a magic mouth appear on the beholder where its no. mouth should be. Nope. And it says, I'm not what you want, but I'm exactly what you need. You're Paulton from outside. <laughs> See, that's why I noped. Take a bite and feed. Satisfaction guaranteed. I get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and it is Narai's turn. Okay, so, um, pulling herself, peeling herself. Yes, as you pick yourself oh. up, you see a dimension door out in the rain appear, and Paulton is about, like, 50 feet away outside the house, standing in the um, rain. Peeling herself from the, co- from the wet cobblestones, mm-hmm. and, uh... Popping her neck with a grisly cracking sound reminiscent of shuffling cards, um, she looks back into the remains of the house. Um, Little fires burning here and there. Yeah. And um, would she see Tulip or do you want me to roll for that? Uh, you would see Tulip um, taking stock of all the surroundings. You see her, she's sort of lying under a table. She looks smoking. dead. Yeah. Uh, she's not moving. Okay. So. Uh, so her eyes will get wide and kind of looking around for a spot that looks relatively stable and relatively dark. Um, she's going to duck into the shadows and shadow step, um, to, uh, shadow step to Tulip. Okay. And, and, and kind of like grab her. Yes. You emerge from the shadows right next to Tulip and sort of hoist her up to uh, close to your body. Um, and she is limp. She's just, all right, I'll kind of like sort of, like sort of sit her up on my hip, I guess, okay. or something like that. Um, and then, is there anyone else in in here? Because because yeah. Alton's like over there. So if yeah, there's anyone Dieth, else, in- Dieth is about uh, t- about ten feet away, uh, out just next to a fireplace. And then Evelyn is about ten feet away, but down in the basement in front of you. I'm going to look to Dieth and just say, "Where are the rest of the children?" Uh. They're all upstairs. We need to leave now. Uh, Unless we don't, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> this is our house. But she's but 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 steely eyed. She will say, "We need to get out of here, or we need to get them out of here." Yeah. Now, shadow step for you is a bonus action. That is a bonus action. Okay, so I have so a full you, move. You still have your move. Um. So. D- is there time for is there time for Diaz to answer or just like indicate or something wants, like that? Yeah. Uh, uh, Diaz will uh, just look upstairs. Uh, she's going to the the it's that's uh, the stairs are gone. The stairs right? are gone now. There's just a hole in the ceiling uh, leading up to the level above. Okay. Um, now she could because the ceilings aren't terribly high. She could basically try to spring off a table and grab the lip of the hole, but that, that, that would be hard to do with the tiefling in her hands. Okay. Um, 
would I have noticed the exterior staircase when I was scoping out the place? Yes. Okay. I'm going to... I'm it's going actually to... behind the wall that you're standing next to right now, but there's no window Great. access. So in that case, I'm going to look at Diath and just kind of curtly nod. Use my move to um, bring Tulip out to the porch and then whatever okay. remains of it. And as soon as I've, I've put her in a safe spot, um, whatever remains of my move will be used to try and get up to the stairs. Okay, it'll be 40 feet to get her out of the building. Okay, I have another 10 feet to get up the uh, okay. up toward the stairs. Uh, okay, so you make your way so toward the, the stairs. The stairs yeah. All right. So Sister Nariah acts quickly, takes uh, Tulip out, and then disappears from view of most other characters except Paulton, who sees her uh, deke around the corner of the building. And then it is... Uh, it would be the troll's turn, but they're dead. Evelyn. So... You're standing in the wreckage of the basement with Nasca, the undead ogre holding the beholder pinata. Next. And all it has said is what you said. Yeah. I'm, okay. Uh, he called out to Paulton and said, I'm not what you want, but I'm exactly what you need. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. Um... Homage. Uh, I can I do I have a sense of whether that is that pinata thing is an enemy it looks it looks like an object strapped to the end of a fishing pole which has a magical mouth on it and Nasca is holding it no, the undead ogre standing next the to Nasca is holding it. It looks too big and awkward for a one-armed dwarf to carry around. Well, Nasca just said we've never met before. Right. So I'm going to say I see. And <laughs> uh, it's almost as though things are now coming to light. And we may... Now, know each other in this moment? She's, like, trying really hard to, like, <laughs> ask, are you a double agent? But she's really not good at, like, double speak at all. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. She says that to him and sees if she can get a response. Yes. Uh, uh, he says, you have trifled with the Xanathar and killed his minions, and thus you must pay a terrible price. A terrible price. <laughs> Can she roll an insight check? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, she rolls a 10. Okay. Uh, she's a little bit confused by this. Um, you're, but your best sense is, even with a 10, that he is behaving the way a child behaves when they're with their parent and they realize they've done a bad thing and they don't want the parent to know. <laughs> okay. Um, and no one is now in imminent danger, right? Uh, not unless the beholder does something. Okay. But, so but yes, I'm nobody, just gonna There's have... no threatening posture here. <laughs> okay. Evelyn's going to hold action with the flame sword. Okay. Until... The either of them do anything threatening. Okay. Quick question. The trash elemental is gone, right? Uh, it is still alive um, up on the upper level. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. Okay. 
And now it is Strix's turn. <sighs> so no one's attacking? Not at the moment. Okay. But you did hear Noska call out for rats. He did call out for rats. The second wave. Oh, I hate this. Which way are the rats? Do I hear rats? <laughs> uh, there is the pipe music. Make oh, a, the pipe music. Yeah. yeah. Can uh, I make a check? Make a check. Perception. Okay. All right, that's 14. You don't hear anything else besides the pipe music from deep, okay. deeper in the sewers or bowels of that dark tunnel. Alrighty. I think what I'm going to do... Can I bring my chickens down here? Uh, they're stationary, I think. Let me double-check that. Spirit Guardians, right? Yes. If they're not stationary, then I'm going to recast it at fifth level. Uh, they flit around you to a distance okay. of 15 feet. So if okay. you move, uh, da, 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 they presumably go with you. Okay. I would like to have those chickens with me. Okay. And maybe position them where I hear this music coming from. That would be the tunnel that the ogre zombie just came out of. Okay. So I'm just going to, they're just, I think there's like, what, two of them? They circle around you, so they're okay. basically in a 15-foot perimeter around you. Okay, okay, cool. So the chickens are like, and they're going to go just, I'm going to get kind of close to that door and just position it so that the chickens are sort of in the way of that door. Okay, that will put you um, between that tunnel and mm. Noska and the zombies. You will be between them. All right. Okay. I'm just going to shuffle over there and <laughs> just... I don't mind me. Noska looks very concerned about the chickens. Um, it's just me. Don't worry about that, Noska. Are you? Do you remember us? I don't think you do. I'm just like walking backwards, just like talking. I'm still holding my frying pan, by the way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then it is Diath's turn. Diath, you see the garbage monster to start to shamble back into its form. You see the ogre zombie uh, look sort of hungrily towards Strix um, over its shoulder. And the chickens are like... Uh, you can actually see the, the zombie sort of clenches that rod and looks like it might just whack her with it or something. Uh-huh. And where was Strix going? Towards the tunnel? Toward the tunnel. Standing in front of the sort tunnel. Of interposing with, herself in the tunnel. Cool. With the intention of doing something stupid. I know. <laughs> <laughs> So the the garbage monster, uh, does it seem to me like it's still trying to pose a threat to me? Yeah. Yes, it does. And you being the only real threat up here at the moment seem the most likely target. Cool. That's only because I'm still up on this floor. Right. Right? Yes. Right. Uh... I just, I hate Nazca. I hate him. So, DF is going to uh, stand up, pull out gutter in one hand, uh, reverse grip, pull out moon splinter from the other. And, um, My blade is bigger. <laughs> 
has issues. <laughs> Stay quiet. You'll get what you want. Uh, <laughs> Dieth, uh, while uh, standing up, uh, goes to Misty Step using Moon Splinter, mm-hmm. but he's jumping backwards at the same time. So as he's okay. jumping backwards, he's vanishing, making it look like he's going that way. Got and it. he's going to appear directly behind Nasca and put Gutter to his back. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. Done. And then Emilia says, uh, Call him off now. What? Uh. This is, I, um, he sort of looks up at the beholder swinging on the end of the, the fishing pole and says, uh, it doesn't look like I have much choice. And he's, he says, uh, but, Maybe, maybe you should negotiate with my boss, the Xanathar. <laughs> Dieth nudges the point of the sword into him just a little bit sure. and says, "I'm negotiating right now." Oh yeah, yo, okay, uh, right. Um, but I, I'm, ju- I'm just an enforcer. I, I, I don't have negotiating skills. He also, picks up on this, and she's like, "Don't waste your time with that." Petty enforcer, you should, <laughs> he's no good to anyone. What? He, he says, this is the boss. So, uh, the, so the, the, the magic mouth on this beholder puppet. Yeah. Uh, this, so, this, it seems like it's only delivering a message. It's not conversing with us, right? Correct. All right. Uh, again, DF is like, like that blade just close to piercing through him and yeah. breaking skin through his back and says, tell him to all go away or you fall here. <laughs> when Dia does that, Strix turns her pie pan into the owl bear plushie and just like holds it. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, he will say, uh, we, I, I'm, I'm calling off the attack. Everybody stand down, stand down. And uh, he will sort of un, um, unclo- untighten his crossbow. Just sort of. Good. And uh, says, I think we could call this a victory. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Uh, Dieth uh, will then say, Yeah, this is all part of the negotiations. And he'll. Uh, lead in close to Nazca and try to whisper something to his ear okay. uh, in hopes that perhaps other people nearby may not hear it, certain individuals, and just say, if you want negotiations, tell your boss, I know what the Zentarum want and where they're going. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. Call up for your tax, leave us be, and you'll get what you want to. Make a perception or a persuasion check, or intimidate actually, because you've got a knife Ooh. in his back. Okay, uh, what I, is my intimidate? Can I assist your intimidation by looking scary behind you <laughs> with your plush toy? Would, would yeah. that really assist? That's, would that really be an assist? 
I'm really oh. scary. It's kind of killing the mood here, Strix. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, eight. Okay. Um, assist, 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 assist. <laughs> like, you could give me eyes, like, uh, you be a scary demon, witch. Yeah. All right. Uh, he doesn't... So, um, your nervousness seems to register with him. Um, Damn it. And, that sounds about right. Uh, he says, the, the Xanathar is not to be trifled with. And he, he always gets what he wants. And he wants you to pay for all the crimes that you've committed against him and his organization. Uh, I forget. What was Narai Narai during all this? Where was she? So Narai is out. Yeah, she's gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so he wouldn't, she wouldn't have heard your uh, Zentarum bit. Okay, good. Dieth will then say, I... Uh, I'm trying to repay. At no point did we have any quarrel with you. I'm. Leave us alone. Let me keep doing my thing, and I can keep giving you the information and things that you need. So your attacks, your hostilities, completely misguided. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. And um, so. So you want me to to tell the Xanathar then that. Hostility should stop and that you'll give information, a value of some kind. Right. Tell him that the Zentarum trust me. Okay. And should your boss, if he knows anything about negotiations business and what the value that information has, he'll know that this is not an opportunity he wants to ruin. Okay. The, the garbage monster sort of leaps off uh, and tries to land on top of Strix. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, I asked. Huh? I, I, don't, I don't control that. She's holding the plush right. against her. It's okay. still on fire, too, by the yeah, way. Okay. So it just falls on top of you, Strix. <laughs> this mass of garbage um, just, just buries you. Uh, it rolled a 26 on the attack roll, so yeah, it's going to hit you. A 26? Yeah, it does 13 points of damage as it lands on top of you. Ow. And you are engulfed. Help. So as it falls on her, there's just like a hand sticking out with like an owlbear toy. Um, but there are... I just, I mean, it just tumbles out. <laughs> yeah. It's just like... Uh, but, but now Strix is completely submerged in this garbage monster. And it was it, 13, right? What's that? 13. 13 points. Yep, 13 points of damage. Uh, the kids mm-hmm. come barreling down uh, the stairs. The, the side stairs or the no, no, not, uh, not the not the spiral staircase. This is this is farther upstairs. Uh, they come down from the third floor to the second floor into the second floor hall, and uh, when they get to the bottom of the hall. I would like all of them to roll a d20. Squidly, oh God. Jenks, and Nat. Jenks got a 14. Okay. 13. <laughs> okay. Uh, so as they're making their way across the hall, the damage on the floor below has weakened the floor here, and Nat goes through a weakened section. No! Uh, oh, shit! Um, ah! 
so roll another d- roll another d20 for me, Anna. Jenks calls out some spells that aren't real. Yeah. Featherfall. Roll the four. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, Nat you kill goes kid, you? through. <laughs> Nat goes Again. through the roof. Tries to grab hold of like uh, some rafters and lanterns in the tap room to break her fall, but none of them get close, and she just sort of falls and lands uh, in the basement on the uh, garbage. Looking, um, that would put her there. So, uh, yeah, so like, you, so. At this point in time, uh, Evelyn, uh, she is basically falling on top of you. So you see this kid uh, fall uh, and uh, just make a dexterity check. All right, I'm going to use check. a different die. Well, well, one hand. Just use one hand. You still have a flaming sword. One hand. Yeah. Anna, come on. And the right hand, too. <laughs> Anna. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. You're saving yourself here, Anna. I, I rolled a five. <laughs> okay, so uh, doesn't even notice her, really. <laughs> uh, I hate everything. <laughs> okay, and... Uh, just like... <laughs> <laughs> so, and, uh, yeah, so uh, Nat just goes into the... Um, refuse and debris all in the basement. Uh, uh, right next to the garbage monster, actually. Um, and uh, Squidly and Jenks, you look through a hole in the ceiling down into the tap room. Dad! You okay? <laughs> <laughs> Cure wounds! Whoa. <laughs> Don't say anything if you're alive. <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> what? How is she? Uh, well, let's see. She fell about a total of, let's see, that'd be eight, about 15 feet. And um, you're not sure. She's just kind of... Great. ...lying there at the moment. Cool. That's uh, cool. So it is now Paulton's turn. Okay, so I am outside. Yes, you are. Away from Garbage Monster, who I... Did I see it, like, jump down? Uh, no, that would have been in too far inside Okay. for you to have seen. So I'm just kind of... is. You hear anything? a voice behind you and above oh, you, and there's a, there's a silhouette in a window shouting, What is going on over there? Oh, like in another house? Yeah, across the square. We have neighbors? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Shut up, Mr. Carruthers. Go mow your lawn. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on up there? Paul and turns around. He's like, don't Shut you up, people sleep like normal folk? It's none of your damn business. Happy <laughs> <laughs> you douche. Go back to sleep. <laughs> you need your 40 hours. You're dying. I hate festivals. They hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Happy troll time. We'll have <laughs> and what do you do after that exchange? This was definitely a movie. Um, after that, so 
Is, that, is anything really happening out here? Uh, it's raining, and but other than that, no. Um, when you look at down Troll Skull Alley, there's nobody out. Um, everybody's inside. There's lights in windows all down the square. You can see the rain-drenched wicker troll that was sort of set up in the middle of the square that never got lit here um, because the weather turned sour. Mm. Um, and it's just kind of doused in the rain. It makes for a sort of a strange haunting presence, though. Staring blindly in your direction. Um, okay. Could, man, can anyone, do I think anyone can hear, can I, like, call out to see if anyone can hear me inside? Sure. Yeah, and since there's no windows or anything, when you call out, they can hear you. Hey, who's, who's, who's around? Who hears me? You, you hear a voice out in the rain of Paulton. Hello. <laughs> All of us hear it? Uh, except for Narai. And Strix, because she's got garbage in her ears. Am I far from him? Or is he on, like, the other end of the manor from me? Uh, he's out, in, he he's out in front of the manor. Uh, actually, you would hear him, too, um, as you're making your way up the stairs. Okay. I mean... But you wouldn't be able to see him from your angle. Okay. Uh, I look at the voice. Okay. <laughs> I guess nobody's responding to you, Paulton. I'll just, I'll just chop Evelyn, back. No, go ahead, Evelyn. Hi! <laughs> All right, good enough. And I'll just do another bardic inspiration. <laughs> okay. So you start playing out in the rain. Yep. All right, great. Evelyn, oh, like, just, just like slamming on the loot with like yeah. water drops falling yes. off of it. Yeah. Exactly. Super metal. Narai. Like, like the silhouette, just <laughs> like the drops sprinkling off. <laughs> the neighbors again. Hi! Narai at, the, shut up. <laughs> Narai, the, Narai at the top of the stairs, uh, you get to a door that's locked. Um, is oh, there no. a second landing? Because I'm like looking for these kids. You're, okay, so, so you're... you're a second it, landing and I see the kids come down through the hall, I can be like... And like you stop can't... And, you're, you've got a door blocking any view you have to the inside of the second floor. Okay. Um, I know the kids are upstairs. Yeah. Now, I above you, above you, there is a window um, on the third floor that's uh, probably closer to where you want to get to. Uh, or you could try to get through this door. I would... There's no window on my current floor? Correct. Okay. I will... uh, I'm going to move up to the top of the stairs, Mm -hmm. check the window. um, You kind of have to leap up to it to reach it. Okay. I mean, I'll just basically what I'm going to do is just sweep the house for the kids and take it. Okay. And, and if it means well, at dashing, the moment, at the moment, you can't get into the house. The, oh, okay. So you're, well, on, you're, uh, on the, you're on the outside staircase leading up to the second floor, and you come to a door that's locked and a window on the level above. Okay. I'm just going to make an assumption. I'm going to go for the door. Okay. Um, and I will roll, I assume, a strength check or an arm strike. To break it open? Like yeah. Yeah, it's just okay, the strength. Do? Strength athletics. All right, cool. I, uh, oh, what sheet? What sheet? And sheet. It's kind of an old, narrow door, so. Okay, I rolled a 14. You barrel through it. Okay. Okay, so you and kick it open. 
uh, you can see uh, a room that has bits of what used to be a spiral staircase sort of strewn across it. Um, it looks like an old common room, but it's just really kind of a dusty old empty room at the moment with uh, some um, grime covered, with a grime covered window at one end and d- open doors leading one way and the other. And through one of the open doors, you can see a hallway that has two kids looking down a hole in the floor. One of the kids is a tiefling boy with an eye patch. And the other one is a, a portly human boy wearing like a wizard's robe and clutching a little stuffed owlbear. These are the kids that were immediately hustled upstairs after, when I, after I arrived or before I arrived? Two of them. The third appears to be missing, a, a taller okay. girl. Um, I'm going to, with my hand, oh, you were going to say something? Nope. Okay. With my hands kind of like up. Muted. Okay. So with my hands kind of up to show that I don't mean any harm. Yeah. I'm going to, to uh, non-aggressively jog slash run toward them and say, Where's the third one of you? Goodly immediately shoots an arrow at him. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you see this woman. Uh, I got this. So you see this, ah! woman, this. You see this woman come at you. Just roll your d twenty, Nate. Ten. Okay. <laughs> okay. So warning shot. Um, can I roll for that? Because I have. Uh, to yeah, you don't even have to. Uh, so <laughs> this this arrow comes yeah. at you, and you just catch it in the air. The, and I'm gonna really give scary. I'm gonna give the the, t- the the tiefling kid the hairy eyeball. Okay. Just, ah, magic. Yeah, just yeah. the look that says none of that, um, and says I'm here to help. Where's the third one of you? Can I have that back? <laughs> I just thanks, thanks, I'll just point down the hole and be like, just, she fell. Yeah. Um, an exhausted sigh and ha- holding it out to him without looking and then looking, peering down the hole. When you look through the hole in the burnt timbers, uh, you can see that the little girl fell quite a distance, uh, not only down into the tap room, but way down into the basement. Oh, no. Okay. Um, I'm going to turn to them and just say, head out the back staircase. Um, your friend with the loot is outside. Oh, what about, should we get the owl bear? <laughs> Do I know about the elder? <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that uh, because as you, as as, like as sort of as Jenk sort of points, you turn, you see this owlbear come barreling out of the other door across the hall, right for you. Oh, oh no! Your squidly's like that's our fish. Waffles <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So. Um, and it's very clear to you, Narai, that the, 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 this creature is, is just ginormous. Um, this owlbear is very, very big, a gray feathered creature. It's, it's slavering and charging toward you threateningly. Um, Jenks is going to try and call Waffle Sob. Okay. Yeah, um, does the kid have any effect on this thing? Uh, or is it in go mode? Is it in? Um, so when he calls out to it, she sort of puts on the brakes and kind of stops and then just sort of stares at you. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I'm going to look at them, all three of them. Mm-hmm. Having looked down this floor hole at the the crumpled body of a third kid. Yeah. Um. And I'm going to. I'm going to look at the look at the non bow and arrow kid mm-hmm. who did not try and shoot me mm-hmm. and say the back staircase. And then, uh, is there a shadow nearby that I can step? Oh into? yeah, there's lots. Okay, great. So I will, I will shadow step my way to the basement to tend to this kid. All right. So you appear out of shadow next to the kid. Um, okay. And then, and then there's a, there's and you hear a, bagpipe music playing out in the rain. What is going on? Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, okay. So having having moved uh, and sh- and shadow stepped. Yes. Um, I still have an attack that I can make. You do. Is it immediately apparent to me that Strix is being devoured is by a garbage monster? This garbage. Yes. 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 Great. Um, like Strix is just like this is my fate. I have the sense. <laughs> I knew it would happen. Very requiem for a dream. Yeah. Uh, Died in what I love. <laughs> <laughs> if, there's, if there's any opportunity, if would would using an Eldritch Blast hurt her? No. Okay. Done. All right. So crackling energy erupts from uh, Sister Narai. Um, does it come from your hand? Does it come from your eyes? Your mouth? What? No, it'd just be from my hand. Okay. Great. And you, you start to blast the crap out of this garbage pile. Which is really all that it is. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be... Do I roll for that? It's an attack roll. Okay. Yeah, using your spell attack bonus. First attack is an 11 plus 6. So Hit. 17. Next one is a 9 plus 6. So 13. Two hits. Yeah. 13? 15. 15, excuse me. Yeah. I'm bad at math. 1d10. Oh, geez, this is a die I don't have out. Meh. Okay, here we go. First one is going to be uh, three damage. Next okay. one is going to be two damage. All right, so you start to just vaporize uh, pieces of this creature, but there's more of it to love. And then it is Evelyn's turn. So Evelyn, Narai just sort of appeared out of the shadows right next to you, next to the kid, and next to the garbage monster, which he, she is currently blasting with beams of energy. Uh, and I saw this child just fall yes. right next to me. Yes. I would like to examine the fallen child. Okay. She looks like she could use some healing. <laughs> <laughs> is it the blood that tipped you off, or is it, like, kind of the way your bones are sticking out? I want to gather her up okay. and lay on hands. All right. How much uh, healing do you want to give her? Doesn't look How like many, doesn't look like there's much to her. She's a thin rail of a girl, so yeah. I mean, Evelyn would have some sense of how much healing a little girl needs, like right? five, maybe. Okay, yeah. So she she gives her all that. Maybe okay. maybe like seven for good measure. Just okay. Off. Uh, yeah. So um, not for any biased reasons. <laughs> no. So so Nat, you awaken with uh, hit, your hit points back. And sort of cradled in the arms of this saintly figure. Uh, Nat wakes up and says, thank you. And then she says, where's Diaz? 
she probably sees Diath in not too far away, like maybe seven, eight feet away with a blade to a dwarf's back. And she, uh, she feels great now, right? Like she's totally fine? Yeah, she's fine. totally fine. It, it, she, there is no real um, harm. All, any, any broken bones she may have had in the fall, just gone. Then she'll give Evelyn a look like fellow adventurer and then <laughs> jump out of her, her arms okay. and, and brandish her sword. Yeah, okay. God damn it. And she, she goes to, like, aid Diaz. She she doesn't like actually, you know, stab anybody. But right. she goes like and takes position at his side, like his little like sidekick. Great, uh, Evelyn. Are you happy to um, be done at this point? Or uh, that would just that was your action to lay on hands. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's okay. all she needs to do. Um, so, Diaz, at this point, you've now got this girl waving a wooden sword at the dwarf, who calls out. Great. Ebo, Scareth, uh, we're done here. Uh, we should, you should go back to the lair and tell, tell the Xanathar victory. They have been, they've been duly intimidated by our presence. <laughs> uh, Dieth will then take Nazca and actually like turn around by the shoulder, still sword pointing yeah. at him and just kind of keep talking to him and uh, will say, Remember, I'm letting you live because you need to tell Xanathar. I know what he's after. I know the Zentarum are after it too. Just leave us alone. Let me do my thing. And I can help get you whatever it is that you need. The Xanathar's crazy. He's not going to stop. He's going to keep coming after you. Cool. Until until he thinks that you were any harm to him whatsoever. No amount of harm to him will matter the moment he gets the stone of Galore. The what? Just tell him I can help him find the stone. You'll understand from there. The stone. I can help him. He can help you find the stone. Yes. He can help you find the stone. Yep, that's right. You got it. Overhearing this whispering, Evelyn's like, oh, what a ruthless agent of the Xanathar. (laughs) (laughs) Woe is me. <laughs> Strix, you're in the garbage pile, yes. um, being devoured. Um, and this is oh, what would you like to do? <laughs> Can I still get in action? Uh, you haven't actually acted yet, so yeah. you go after after Strix. Uh, so as like uh, Nasca starts repeating that to himself, Dia's like, "Good, good." Now, if you'll excuse me, and he like leaps backwards, does like a spinning slash back at the trash monster that Strix is like stuck in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go ahead. And uh, have at it. And Strix, uh, what would you like to do? Um, well, I just, I just dropped my staff. Correct. Uh, while while like, you're engulfed by this creature, you are blinded and restrained and unable to breathe. Uh, <laughs> I want to I, I say for the record, because I know Strix is stuck in there, I'm actually going to uh, use human determination to take advantage on this attack roll. Okay. Because I don't want the critical miss. <laughs> oh, much better. Uh, 22. Okay, that's going to hit. Good. Now, since I had advantage on this attack roll, mm-hmm. would you say that this was a uh, sneaky attack? Absolutely. <laughs> Many dice. You have an ally engulfed in trash. Strix, <laughs> Strix, are you doing anything while this is going on? I don't. What do, I'm, I'm just like I'm just muttering to myself, being like, <laughs> "Okay, I knew that this was 
<laughs> I guess this, you know, I felt a little bit better, but you know, that's just really what it is. That's just, I don't, you know, and I've lost my staff. It's now tumbled out of my hand. And uh, it's 26. 26. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you are able to slay the garbage monster. It just sort of falls apart around her and Strix, you just sort of sit up <laughs> in the I garbage. Don't sit up. Eventually, since uh, uh, at this point in time, the dwarf says, "Okay, I, I better get back to the Xanathar's lair before I forget." Uh, like kind of kneel down to Strix to make sure that she's okay and look back up at Nazca and just say, "Yes, move quickly. Don't forget." And should this, if Xanathar has any wits about him, he'll know that this, this could be a very profitable investment. Mm, yeah. And uh, he, he makes his way back toward the tunnel and he sort of uh, tells, uh, commands the ogre to follow him. Uh, as the as ogre, he's leaving, yeah, yeah. you hear Paulton from like, outside just like, hey, is that Nazca? <laughs> oh, 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 wait, hold on, I'll be down in a minute. Okay. The, um, the ogre just drops the fishing pole and the pinata on the floor and lumbers after Nazca, and the two of them disappear back down the tunnel. Strix <laughs> uh, from the floor, you just hear this, I think, I think we should close the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Dieth kind of gives her like a... Uh, <laughs> There's like this spinning sound and this little fountain of garbage and then you hear her yeah. voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dieth kind of gives her a look of like, you're right, also that's adorable, also like, come on, just kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are out of initiative. You see Paulton like run down as he's gone with just like a, like an axe. He's just like... <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> I mean, not that I, you know, it's just he owes us rent. So... <laughs> I will pick up my owl bear plushie and turn it back into my staff. Okay. And then I would like to look at that pinata. Yeah, you thing. can see it's just lying there um, on the end of a rope tied to this pole, this 10 foot pole. And that's literally what it is, just like an adventurer's 10 foot pole with this thing strapped to the end of it. Uh, but you check, uh, out, you check out the pinata. Since we're out of initiative, yeah. uh, Diaz will immediately turn to Evelyn uh, and tell her to find the other children. Okay, and if we smash that, can I call Dib? The pinata? You want, I mean... Yeah. The other children, I'm by the way, Jenks and uh, Squidly, you can hear Diaz say that through the hole in the floor that you're staring down. Yeah, make sure they're okay. Evelyn goes running off, but she's like, pinata Dibs! You got it. It's like you got right. it. Um, I totally got dibs while she's gone. <laughs> so, so like, I don't care. Just throw us the pinata. <laughs> and so, it, real quick before Evelyn flees, you fled. You fled to like check for the kids, right, mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay. So, real quick before Evelyn flees altogether, Narai says, <clears throat> "All of the children are accounted for." Um, she says, "I checked myself." And close the tunnel. I say you should close the house. <gasps> Why if, would you say something like that? If your enemies know where you live and can come and knock on your door, or worse yet, burrow into your basement, I would worry for any children you're keeping here. 
You can have an armory or an orphanage, but not both. I just. I mean, I, I disagree. Know. Not that attitude, you can't, buddy. <laughs> All right, so Evelyn, you flutter up to the hole in the roof um, and see uh, Jenks and Squidly there and Waffles. Um, and I kind of, you know, fuss over them and check them, see if they're okay. They seem fine, yeah. Um, am I am I in the same like vicinity as Evelyn? Uh, when you come back inside and you're drenched, Paulton, mm-hmm. you can see Evelyn flooding, fluttering up in a hole in the roof of the tap room. Oh, I'm just like, hey, when when you got a second, um, he like he like just points to himself, like his arms like dislocated, <laughs> like, covered in blood. He's just like his half no. disintegrated death clothes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! No rush, but uh, not feeling so great. Oh, Evelyn, uh, like, I don't know, finishes fussing over the kids and she's like, Waffles, will you bring them downstairs? And like has them get on Waffles so Waffles can bring them down. And then immediately flutters down to Paulton and she's like, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> yeah, Try to reset, reset his shoulder. Yeah, she's, she actually grabs it. She's like, this is going to hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was good. Oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Great. Kind of bad. Mm-hmm. I uh, could heal, too, and it wouldn't hurt. Hey! Yeah, heals. <laughs> I mean, wh- whoever... She's laying on hands now to fix it. Okay, cool. Great. Why'd you how do ma- that first? How, how many units of feeling bad do you feel? Um, <laughs> are you at a five or a seven? <laughs> I'm feeling at like a... I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hanging around a five out of uh, 69. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, Evelyn, like, grabs his cheeks. And she's like, here, just, just <laughs> tons of lay on hands. So she gives them, let's see, what do I, do I have five times? Five times your level? Yeah, so. And you've used five on Nat. So you would have 50. Right. Yeah, so she gives them all 50. She just <laughs> like, <"Whoa!" laughs> All right. Yeah, this is the biggest juice healing you've ever gotten uh, while you were conscious. So that probably feels pretty good. Like, whoo! <laughs> oh, that was nice. Yeah, your bones don't hurt so much now. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> got him. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, so all that's left now amid the smoldering wreckage, and most of the fires are, are still kind of like burning in little isolation, little pockets yeah. of flame that have caught things and are just sort of burning merrily away. I'll direct the unseen servants to get like small cups of water and just start yeah. pouring out the fires. Uh, well, like, un- did you think yeah. you still have cups at all? So uh, the, unseen, um, the unseen servants are actually kind of bound to certain rooms. So the, uh, the ones in the it. tap room were kind of destroyed last time. Um, Great. So we're missing a floor, and we have worthless unseen servants now. Yeah. You still have, I mean, you have unseen servants in the kitchen. You have them in the upstairs rooms and the upstairs halls. And yeah. Things, but, yeah. We can get new ones. Yeah, I might have to. Put that out on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is that like kind a crowd like gathered outside of the house no, after that? No. Okay. So the the boom of the explosion would have been quite loud. People would have heard and felt. But the outside of the structure, apart from the busted out windows on the ground floor, the house is still intact. It's fine. All right. Hmm. Well, it's that's all it's all see. internal damage. All we need to do is make the house stronger. We can do that. Let's just make it impenetrable. 
I like that idea. You know, I was thinking actually some like metal plates would go really well here. And she's already, Evelyn's kind of going to where this, the spiral staircase was just finished and then demolished and being like, no, we could put, and she's just optimistically like, you know, this will be better now that this is the, and she's starting to like drop blueprints in the air. And stuff. Maybe we can steal an iron fence from another building and, and animate it and walk it over to ours. We're not stealing anyone's fence. No. Unless you guys know of anything that can, any kind of material that's impervious to disintegration beams. Strix looks crestfallen. Like, not, not bards. Yeah. And now you have a tunnel right to the sewers. That's convenient. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Deeth is thinking about that. <laughs> All right. So uh, as you sort of, as things settle down, it still, it still rains uh, throughout the night uh, on and off. What happened to Tula? So. Um, yeah, did she, did she come to or? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. So There's I'm going to go. Dead oh, right, because Dioth just immediately went back in. Yeah. Or no, Paulson, excuse me. Um, realizing that no one is out there with her. Yeah. Um, Narai will immediately, I'll use whatever shadow step I can to make my way out to her and check on her and get her. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, when she gets out there, you're pretty sure the kid's dead. Nice. Whoop. Um, uh, Narai... She, she did not stabilize on her own. Narai grabs her anyway yep. and brings her inside. Okay. Um, and says, who here can heal? Uh-oh. Her eyes are starting to get wet and you can't tell if it's rain or not. Um, and she's going to set Tulip on the ground and say, please do something, anything. Uh, so when you say you're pretty sure she's dead, Chris, we look at her and we know that, like, traditional healing is not going to help. Uh, you can make a medicine check, Anna, for, for Evelyn if you want. Uh, medicine, I got 15. Okay, yeah, she's beyond just healing curatives at this point. She's dead. Um, uh, oh, God. Do you happen to have diamonds worth 300 gold? That's only true resurrection. No, I have Revivify. Oh, yeah. But I don't happen to have 300 gold pieces worth of diamonds. Usually we don't do spell components, but I feel like that one's a big one. Chris Perkins, I don't know. Do I get to do Revivify without the diamonds? No, you need the diamonds. And you I also, have to, do, you also have to do it within a minute. Oh. oh. Um, Paulton's going to walk up to the body and just kind of kneel down mm-hmm. and then just like put a hand on her mm-hmm. and go Perkins <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening how much XP is this one worth Zero. just whatever Zero. wow feeling really ripped off right now okay and then he, he like gets back up he's like I'm sorry there's nothing we can do <laughs> <laughs> We can bury her. Strix just starts like taking her staff and just doing the whole like digging it into the ground. <laughs> there, maybe she'll be a ghost and can live here. Ghost orphanage. Dig, dig. Rise just mm-hmm. going to you see it's like very much like a get back in there tier kind of thing. Yeah. Um, 
where you see her just like just like a shudder moves through her and then it just gets kind of shoved away as she kind of steals her jaw um and she just says a tiny quaver in her voice this is what happens when children get tied up in these things Evelyn kind of like a tear wells up and she kneels down next to Paulton next to Tulip and kind of just like you know lays her hands on her and then says says a prayer to Lathander yeah. about new beginnings and new dawns but that like this day was too short basically yeah and Nat by the way is right there as well she's the, I, the boys are still upstairs with the owlbear making their way down but she's there yeah I would say Nat the adventurer maybe has never actually seen someone die before, huh? Probably not. I mean, this is in, in Waterdeep. Death is a, it, you know, it's, kids aren't necessarily sheltered from it uh, to a great extent. But this is probably the first time she's ever seen somebody like her age, yeah, um, die. I think she um, is trying really hard to hide it because she's trying to be cool mm-hmm. and an adventurer. But I think she's like kind of trembling and like. You know, a tear is running down her cheek. Yeah. Okay. And then the boys arrive with waffles eventually. And they too see uh, dead tulip. That's up to you guys. I think Strix by this point has at least put a crevice in the ground and just like roll her in there. <laughs> God. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, Jesus. What? In what do you want? She's alive. What do you want? She doesn't have any. No strength. She's doing her best. Like in the house, though, aren't we in the house? <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's like under the floorboard. I like yeah. in the dirt basement. Like yeah, basement's got a dirt to floor. Bury a child under this house. Okay. Do you want <laughs> hauntings? Already? Yeah. Okay. This but is how you get hauntings. There's a ghost subsidy here in Waterdeep. It's Strix, okay. After everyone starts to yell at her, right? yeah. she's yeah. just. <laughs> She just looks really upset. Is like, well, I don't know what to do. I just, I, there's too many dead people. I just, and she just runs up to her room. Okay. Well, she gets on her broom and flies up to her room, and you hear the door <laughs> slam, like a uh, little kid. You just get a slamming of the door. Dieth will take a knee next to uh, Tulip and Sister Dorai, uh and say, "There's nothing we can do for her here, but that doesn't mean it's the, it's the end." I know there's Zintaram, and I know you have connections, and there's plenty of people here that can help her, but this is beyond anything we can do. We know the children aren't safe, not here, but we will protect them. Well, there are places that we can go and make sure that they'll stay alive. I know the Xanathar are after them. Um, and I'm going to... Um... Yeah, so so Narai is going to uh, turn to him, turn to Dioth and say, I will do what I may, but until then, pray for a raven. Um, she says, I... Uh, I lost a child of my own to this kind of violence. It's why her other mother left. She said a line of work like mine was no place for a family. And I think she's right. And if you find yourself with enough children around here, I worry for their fates. 
Evelyn, like, you can see Evelyn really kind of taking this to heart. Like, this life is no place for a family. And she's, she's kind of moved over to try and comfort the other kids and, mm-hmm. like, hug them and stuff. And she's kind of saying, you know, trying to explain death to them and everything. But as she hears this, she's like, you see that really hit her really hard. It's uh, the, rain, the rain stops outside. Yeah. Squidly's like poking the body with a stick. <laughs> of course he is. Evil's like, stop that, stop that. <laughs> no, I think she's dead. Do you, have to, do you have to say then? No. Actually, Squidly, you might actually know her. Um, so Tulip is also a resident of the city's dock ward. And being a tiefling, uh, you and her probably have crossed paths. Um, you might you might have met her, or she might have tried to encroach upon your territory or something like that. You probably had many sort of bickering spats with her, um, but she is she's another homeless waif who basically eked out a living by the docks. She lived in a uh, like a number of um, dock urchins do in crate old crates and barrels and things. She probably had a barrel. Hmm. Squidly doesn't always, really always thought find... she was a horrible person, but, you know. Yeah. He doesn't really convey any of this. Yeah. It's just like, huh. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Deeth will say to uh, Narai, no. No, this is no life and no place for children. Do what you will with Tulip. I mean, I can see the, the personal ties here and she belongs with you. As for the rest, we can take care of them. We have a place that we can bring them. We and do. I ask that you trust us. Do you, you understand how my trust may come with difficulty, considering that I overheard what you said to that agent of Xanathar's? Right, and I'm glad you did. You think I want to work for the Xanathar at all? But now, if they think at all I'm willing to cooperate with them, I can get you and the rest of the Zentarum much more information than you could ever hope for. They just destroyed my house. Almost killed my companions. Slayed a child. You think I want anything to do with the Xanathar? I don't know who you want anything to do with. But positioning yourself between the Zentarim and Xanathar, you're a kite in a hurricane, Diath. Good illustration. Um, she's going to set her jaw and say, <clears throat> do you know of any other reason why they may want to break into your house? Any other artifacts or draws? they might be looking for anything they could use against you were you deprived of it uh Dith kind of thinks to himself and almost looks up to the others like is there something that they anything they're looking for Strix ran to her room yeah, yeah Strix is in her room by the way Strix she's, when you get up crying. to your when you get up to your room Strix you can see um that Things are kind of knocked out of place by the Aww. shutter of the house. You kind of have to sort through all that stuff. Get, put, put things back up on shelves and things like I that. I put it back. I'm like, this is my room. <laughs> <laughs> These are my things. Yeah. The it's reason, not going to blow up. The reason that I ask, Dioth, 
is because our informants have traced the location of a powerful artifact to you, and we worry that it may put you in far greater danger than you've anticipated. What? What the heck did we do? It's a ring. The Ring of Winter. Oh. Oh, Sl- wait. <laughs> Slow turn to Paulton. <laughs> All of us. Narai <laughs> slow turn to Paulton as well. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> the Ring of Winter is so powerful and puissant that it can be detected at, by, by many. And it's an item of power, as I'm sure you know if you've been in possession of it for any, give, any amount of time. Yeah, we met. If you're in possession of it, I'm offering right now to rid you of it. I know a place where it can be dealt with accordingly. But I worry that if you were to go on retaining it, you could be bringing a great more deal of danger to yourself than is necessary. And we've already seen what kind of danger you've brought to yourself so far. She says, glancing pretty obviously at the body. In the right, right. Dead, dead kids. Got it. I don't have it. Who does? We don't know. That's true. We haven't seen it since... Where the hell were we? <laughs> you hear from like Strix's room through the floorboards. The shadow fell. <laughs> yeah, the last, last I heard, it was taken to a different plane of existence. And from there, it was just, it was gone. Paulton rid himself of it. Mm. I, I don't know. Meanwhile, Evelyn. Yeah. Evelyn? Evelyn is, has Jenks like all snuggled up on her lap and is playing with the little owlbear with us. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're nice. You're nice, lady, and you don't smell bad like the I other think one. you're nice, too. She's just... But you don't know magic, so you're not as cool. I uh, mean... Good. No, I'm done. Paulin's just like, so... But it was... Tr- are you saying it was traced here? Or... I'm just- saying that people know that you have it. Or at least had it. But I... Well, I- you're the last known owners. At least as far as our informants know, and you, they're pretty good at their job. Yeah. Can't be that great. Yeah, I don't know how else to say it, but it seems like you have inaccurate intelligence. Very well. We don't have it. Then we'll keep looking and redistri- redistribute. But I warn you, the more power you attract to yourself, the more attention you attract. And the more attention you attract, the more people are going to want a piece of that power. Yeah, yeah, and the more attention and power we attract, the better our show's going to be. It's fine. It all balances out. But regardless, we... All glance at Perkins. (laughs) We don't have it. And so if you can just, like, let whoever thinks we have it know that we don't have it... Because like I, I don't I don't I don't I don't feel like explaining to that and like every time so oh they have the rents go blow their house up it's like that's a lot of reno dude and like we're I'm getting to the point where we might need to cut our losses on this property like just <gasps> I'm look it's we're gonna we're gonna put more into it than that probably was initially put so I mean this it's, is my room this this is this is this is a house shaped like shell Husk. at this point yeah like but it's our home home is wherever we are that's a great way to think about it Polton and I would strongly recommend that if Xanathar knows where your base of operations is perhaps it's time to find a new base of operations. 
Well, now that I've been told that, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll worry about that, Sister Narai. Until then, take Tulip, and we all hope for your sake, you too find the Ring of Winter, because we too believe it needs to be in stored away safely where none can reach it. It belongs in a museum. She's going to walk gently over to the corpse mm-hmm. um, and or walk, yeah, walk quietly over to the corpse and pick her up and kind of hold, hold her against her. Not like a, like lead kind of like the dead body, like out in front, but almost like, like a, like a child and look at all of them and just say, I worry. I worry that this isn't over. And I worry how more, how many more it will touch before it is. And then stepping back into darkness, she disappears. All right. And the shadow engulfs her and she and the dead child are gone. Death looking at the children uh, will then turn towards Evelyn and say, Evelyn, we might need you to pull some strings on this one. What kind of strings? Some temple strings. Oh. Yeah, fine. That's my job. Okay. The night um, has been obviously eventful. The rain has stopped and your guest is gone. Everything is settled down. Um, at this point, there's no point in cleaning up until the morning. <laughs> Let's just go to bed. <laughs> we had a long day. Yeah. <laughs> Can Evelyn, like, are there any surviving bottles of alcohol anywhere? Not in the tap room, no. Okay. Dang. It's for, for bed that unless night? She's, unless uh, she's got a, a secret reserve or something. I don't, I don't well, know. Well, she wanted to bring Paulton something. Okay, yeah. Because she wanted to walk up to him and, like, you know, maybe she's kind of made sure the kids are okay and everything. And mm-hmm. she wants to be like, you know, I... I don't know this this god of yours, Perkins, but I think it's real nice that you're starting to believe in something. I saw you, <laughs> I saw you praying to him over a tulip, and I I don't know, maybe you could tell me about him sometime. Oh boy, Paul just, <laughs> just kind of looks at Evelyn and is just like. <laughs> This is not a benevolent god. (laughs) The less you know about him, the better safer you are. All right. Um, So, do you retire for the evening? Yeah. Uh, If we go to if we go to bed that night, uh, Diaz will actually spend the first few hours uh, in the children's room, making sure they they actually get to sleep okay. Okay. And speaking of which, where have you been? Have you been putting them in basically the guest room? Yeah. Okay. Like I've, I imagine all three of them were in one room. Right. Okay. In that case, they're they're probably surrounded by all of Strix's excess paraphernalia because Strix has yeah. been f- filling up the room with all kinds of herbs and shit. But yeah. or, she's or, really she's really upset that her dramatic entrance into her room was interrupted by them having to go to bed. So she's just mm-hmm. like still curled up on the floor. Okay. Can Can Evelyn and Diaz like act out a bedtime story for them? Oh sure. Uh, nah, no. No. <laughs> okay. This not is just so saying. Oh so no, I don't know any. I actually don't. I don't know so any. Let's tell them. Let's see. Let's tell them the story of uh, Winter Splinter. Let's tell them the story of Winter Splinter. Oh right? yeah, that was when right. we were way cool. So you terrify yeah. them about a big, tall, walking 
eat Manny so we in a tree. Act it out, make sound yeah. Oh, Strix likes that. She gets back up and then is like sitting in the corner <laughs> and listening <laughs> in the door. All right. Well, the kids love these stories about murder and mayhem when they're not, you know, in it. Um, and you tuck them in. They go to sleep. Like, you know, just another regular day in the Waffle House. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before bed, Paulton like lays his head down on his pillow. He's just like thinking to himself and goes... But who is Brooks Donahue? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brooks, the following morning, uh, you walk out to the City of the Dead, the Parkland Cemetery of Waterdeep, and you meet Istrid Horn at the foot of the statue of Agaron, the city's founder. And she says to you, um, this dwarf, do they have the Ring of Winter or not? No, it was taken from them. It's in the Shadowfell. The quest continues, I suppose. Wait for orders. Yes, ma'am. Evelyn, you're probably the last to go to bed because you're the night owl. Is my room still trapped by my robot? Uh, when you walk in the door, make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 18. Okay. Uh, you open the door, you hear a twang, and this axe <laughs> comes spinning at your head. Has, has seen the axe tucker before? You probably have. <laughs> like, huh, she's <laughs> Yeah, it sort of goes flying out into the hall behind yeah. you. And, and she's like, that was a good one, Simon. You see Simon, Simon is lying lifeless on the floor. Lifeless? Just, like, pretending to be an inanimate doll. <laughs> but then he sort of tilts his head up and looks when he sees you, and he just, like, knocks his head down on the floor a few times. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's adapting. She, she goes and, like, picks him up, and she's just learned a couple signs from him and Nat. So she was like, that was good, Simon. Good job. Yeah. He starts to sort of dismantle everything, and he leaves your room with the axe hucker under his arm. Can she, like... Walk with him to Paulton's room. To, yeah, to Paulton's room. Yeah. She she doesn't want to. If he was hitting his head on the floor, she feels like maybe he's disappointed in himself, and she wants him to feel proud. Right. So she wants to go tell Simon about what a beautiful axe hucker he made. Okay. When you get to Paulton's room, you see Paulton's out <laughs> like a light, and uh, and uh, so um, Simon just uh, quietly climbs up onto bed and lies in bed next to him. Aww. Uh, uh, which he's only been doing since the turret blew up. And so you kind of tuck Simon in. And uh, he does sort of like a fake yawn. <laughs> and then b- blinks his eyes and then closes them. She gives him a little kiss on the cheek right. and then goes, goes away. All right. And that's where we'll stop for tonight. Aw. How Nice. Yay. He doesn't fall through the floor or... No. (laughs) No. Poignant and bittersweet just have... Yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes. And then black tendrils come from the wall. Next episode. All right, before we break announcements, Brooks. Yes. What what you got? Two things. Firstly, um, 
Uh, I run a LARP here in Washington State. It's called Spite. You can look it up at spitelarp.com. It's all post-apocalyptic. If you ever wanted to play Starship Troopers, um, that's the thing. You can look it up right now. We're that's still awesome. doing early admission price. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's rad. It is rad as hell. Um, we usually get a, a decent amount of people out there, about 120 or so. But we'd love to really fill up our new site, so come check that out. Um, also, I am doing an, uh, an AMA on Reddit uh, immediately, like now. Um, if you need proof, that's so, my yeah. that's my screen name. <laughs> um, and I will uh, and I'll be there in a sec to explain who really is Brooks Donahue. <laughs> <laughs> would you Would you happen to need a link to said subreddit for your AMA? Uh, I don't have a link on me, but if you I got one, one would oh, you like nice. it spammed? If you spam, spam that link. Out of it. Thank you. And that's all the announcements I have. Shout out to Jeff Kramer for helping me make this character. Really just doing a lot of making this character. I love you. And then uh, Jordan for letting me use his house. And I hope to be back soon. You guys were fantastic to play with. And I had a blast. Hey! Um, that. You go. Uh, Holly will cover Birdcage as usual. That's on Thursday when we play D&D. Uh, and it was just announced today that Misclicks, the channel that I uh, run that is all about uplifting geeks and gamers with um, a focus on inclusivity, has decided to um, archive the channel and no longer will be doing live streams there. But all of the people who were on the channel and who have participated over the years... And all of the stream shows that exist, including the um, Misclick D&D Risen, will all have new channel homes. So no one's going anywhere. Everyone's still doing amazing work around inclusivity in the community. But just the way that the organization um, was in the status quo, it was time for everyone to kind of go out into the world and spread their wings and and do things out there. So we're still going to be in touch. We're still going to be doing amazing things. But the Misclick's channel and the organization itself is um, kind of turning the page. So... That was announced today, and um, what's coming up then is that on Saturday we're doing a kind of like final hurrah stream. We're going to have the um, original cast of Miss Lucy and D, um, including Koibu, RDM, uh, Miss Harvey, Live in Pink, and myself. Um, and that's the cast that I played my first game of D&D ever with. And we're going to be using some of our old characters. I think I'm going to use December, which was my first D&D character ever. Mm. Um, and so we're going to play for, uh, let's see, 10 to 4 on Saturday on the Misclick channel. And then we'll have guests from the original Misclick D&D over the years coming in and out throughout the day. So we would love it if you come hang out. We're going to be raising money for CyberSmile, which is a charity that um, works to end cyberbullying. And also all of the money that Misclick has ever raised that we have banked that we would use for Misclick things. Everything that's left over is also being donated to them. So oh, that's great. Um, we would love it if you guys would just come by and celebrate misclicks with us. And uh, just the message that I want to tell everyone is thank you for everything that y'all have done to be a part of misclicks. And uh, I'm just really excited for everything that everyone who is still and always going to be a part of misclicks is going to do next out in the world. So tune in twitch.tv slash misclicks. Yay. Uh, Birdcage is on Thursday. That's a fun game. Um, I think we can confirm that we have a special guest on Thursday, which is going to be Nate. Yay! So come, come watch. It's going to be fun. Nate's going to be there. It's going to be great. Um, They've just caused so many disasters. Um, And also I have a special (laughs) 
uh, I did a, a pair up with um, Improved Initiative Coffee for a charity coffee blend for Strix called oh. Stickity Stooks for Stickity. that benefits anxiety gaming, which is awesome charity. So I'm putting that in the chat. So if you guys want to get some Strix coffee, I, I did a pour over myself. It was chosen. It's a lovely coffee, but it's uh, it was just a fun charity thing that I did. So if you guys want to help anxiety gaming, that's what it is. What? Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. Um, so for those of you who don't already know, uh, Mondays I have another D&D game uh, called Dark and Dicey, which is uh, my sort of evil campaign that I'm a part of. Uh, we have it this Monday, uh, which well, it happens every Monday, uh, at 7 p.m. Pacific time here on uh, twitch.tv slash D&D. Uh, one of the cast members is Zach Callison, who you might know as the voice of Steven from Steven Universe, which transitions me into my next part, which is the Paid and Exposure Tour, which starts next week. I'm touring with Zach. Uh, we're going to be hitting Nashville, Detroit, Chicago, Burnsville, Denver, uh, Seattle, and Portland at the end of the month. So uh, tickets are at natewantsthebattle.com. It's going to be fun. Come hang out and see a show. And that's all I have. That actually reminds me of one more uh, thing, which is that we are going to be at PAX West, all of us. And um, mm, we're going to be fast. doing a lot of stuff. But the one thing I wanted to make y'all aware of right away is that we are doing our Ask the Waffle Crew Anything panel, as we do quite often at PAXs. But I believe this is the first time that we'll have all of us at the Ask the Waffle Crew Anything panel. That's going to be Friday the 31st of August at 7 p.m. And it will be live streamed this time. So get ready, mark your calendars, and we'll see you at PAX there and at lots of other places that we have yet to announce. Then I might bring some pies throw to the audience. Oh, there you go. <laughs> or garbage, whatever. Look, yeah. <laughs> they taste better than garbage, I think. Can confirm better tasting than garbage. All right. Uh, sorry we ran a little bit late today, but it was worth it. Thank you, for everybody, for watching this super fun game. Thank you, Brooks, for joining us as our guest star. And, Absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, so much fun. And uh, next week we'll be back, uh, same, same time, same channel, and for more wacky Waffle Crew hijinks. <laughs> Yay! Yeah! Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.